0: Hello, my name is Catherine Sharp, and I'm here to share my story tonight. A little little bit about me, I've been married to Tom for almost 14 years. We have three children. Jack is 11, Tyler is almost 10, and Campbell, our little girl, is almost 7. We've been at Watermark for about eight or so years, and I tell anyone who asks that I've never been more challenged in a good way by a church. So in that same vein of getting to be challenged, here I am up here to tell my story Um, And it's a story of how God has worked in my life in spite of me and in spite of my choices. I get to share tonight his goodness and his faithfulness in the midst of my pride and rebellion against him. Um, So I was born in Georgia, and when I was three months old, my father uh, left my mother, my older brother, and me. Uh, We had very little money. My mom had no job and no car and a five-year-old and infant to take care of. Uh, early on, I watched as my mother struggled to provide emotionally and financially for our little family. Unlike me, my brother remembered having a um, dad and having a relationship with him, and so in those early years, he and my mom were, were really hurting emotionally, my mom with no husband and my brother with no dad. I remember my mom crying at times at night in her bed, I'm sure exhausted from the demands of being both mom mom. And dad, lonely and worried about our financial situation. Watching this as a child, I chose to hide my feelings. I put on a smile, uh, thinking if I appeared to be happy, then maybe they'd be happy. My struggles with insecurity and codependency began then. My mother was a believer and woke up each morning to read her Bible and pray, which was an amazing example for me. But she didn't have the help or encouragement from her church or her friends to apply the truth that she read in the Bible to her everyday life. And she would tell you that in her insecurity as a single mom, she had no confidence in her own parenting ability and decision-making regarding parenting. We rarely talked about spiritual truths and her advice to me usually took the form of worldly wisdom or what society said was right. Insecurity marked most of the women in my life. My mother, my grandmother, my aunts all looked for significance and security in what others thought of them rather than finding their worth in being a child of God. I grew up in a what will people think home. For instance, I was taught that premarital sex was wrong, but only because of what people think would think about me if they found out or if I got pregnant. I wasn't taught that sex before marriage wasn't God's best for me. Only, what will people think if they find out? Miraculously, God provided um, enough money each month for us to go to a Christian school, Um, and it was there that I learned the truths um, of God through Bible stories, and most importantly about Jesus, that that he had died on the cross for my sins, and all I had to do was believe in him to have a relationship with God. And I trusted Christ at the age of 10. A few years later, my mom remarried. Unfortunately, my new stepfather ended up being a very volatile and verbally abusive alcoholic. So I pretty much lived in fear from the age of about 12 to 15. Uh, This lack of control and constant fear only caused more insecurity in my life. And it was then that I set out to try to control the circumstances and people in my life. I thought that I didn't need my mom anymore. I didn't respect the choices she had made. And I thought I could control, I could control my life. Sounds ridiculous, I know. Um, I began trying to find my worth and my significance in having people like me. I was a chameleon, just trying to fit in in whatever situation. And in an effort to feel secure, I started searching for the one. I was looking for the perfect boyfriend, trying to find a guy that wouldn't leave me or abandon me like my father had. In other words, I was looking for someone I thought I could control. I crossed sexual boundaries with these boys, which would eventually lead to feelings of guilt, shame, and hurt that would later affect my marriage. My first two years of college were more the same, seeking significance in my relationships with friends and boys, and just trying to live this facade of someone independent and in total control, and really just seeking esteem from others. It was exhausting and just led to emptiness. Toward the end of college, God began the process of drawing me back to Him. The Holy Spirit was working in me, convicting me that the way I was living my life wasn't his best for me. He opened my eyes that all I was seeking wasn't fulfilling me. About this time, I met my husband. We were in very similar places, both Christians but not Christ followers, believers but not trusting that God's way was the best or the most fun way. I tried my old ways of controlling the situation and him, I tried manipulation, or what some people might call playing games, as a means to get him to commit to me before the appropriate time. Again, in my pride and insecurity, I thought that my way was the best way. I wasn't trusting God at all with my life. I was in the driver's seat, and God could just come along for the ride. Well, God gave me what I wanted. We got married, and it was hard. You see, I'd always gotten my worth and my significance from feeling like I was independent and in control in my relationships and in my life. In my marriage, I was not in control. I couldn't control my husband, and it sent my feeling of significance just plummeting. I continued in my old ways of stuffing my feelings in an effort to prove that I could handle anything and everything. A lifetime of not allowing myself to feel anything, I had become numb. Codependency became the way that I operated, where Tom's emotions and feelings became more important to me than my feelings. If he was emotional or irritated or frustrated, then I felt like I was failing as a wife, and I tried to manipulate him out of those negative feelings. So my my desire to control bled over um, into his mood. Um, I tried to manipulate situations so that he would be in a better mood, and then I could feel good about myself. And that, my friends, is the definition of codependency. (laughs) Um, Even when I was at the bottom of his priority list, his, his career, business school, his friends, his plans all came before a relationship, I did not say anything. I didn't want to upset him, so I ignored my feelings. Instead of being the completing spouse that God calls me to be, I stuffed my feelings, allowing my resentment to build and allowing a growing wedge between us. I wanted everyone, including my husband, to know that I could handle everything on my own. My worth came from what from people thinking I had it all together. But being at the um, bottom of Tom's priority list left me resentful and angry. I began to pray that God would help our relationship and that God would humble us, and he did. At the urging of my friends in my community group, who had watched as I isolated myself, claiming that I was fine and nothing was wrong, I began attending Regeneration. Uh, It's a 12-step program here at Watermark that is for anyone who wants to deal with recurring sin in their life. For me, it was my insecurity, my pride, and my people-pleasing. For reasons of his own that I will not get into now because it's way too long and it's his testimony, um, Tom also started attending Regen with me, and God used that program to really show us a lot about ourselves and drew us closer to him and each other in the process. I learned that my need for control and and feeling of insecurity were actually symptoms of pride, wanting others to esteem me, not really caring whether or not I was in God's will for my life. I realized that it was my pride that really prevented me from expressing my feelings, not wanting people, even my husband, to see me as needy. But bottom line, I was more concerned with how people saw me than if they saw God in me. And God not only worked in me, one of the steps of Regen is making amends with anyone you've hurt. My mom is one of those people, so I talked with her and sought forgiveness for my years of not honoring her, and God God brought us closer to each other. Her faith has grown, and our relationship is stronger now than it ever has been, as we both seek God's will for our lives. I still struggle with pride and control and insecurity, saying yes to things I should say no to, making decisions hastily rather than prayerfully, trying to be my husband's Holy Spirit, and that's a big one. Being anxious about my children's lives and just concerned with how people view me. The list goes on. I still have to ask myself daily Am I seeking significance in anything other than my identity in Christ? Or am I trying to manipulate or control situations where God just wants me to rest in Him? Many times the answer is yes, and I have to refocus on my Father who so desires my complete dependence on Him. He is faithful. He continues to work on me, growing my faith in the one who provides. Through time in his word, prayer, and accountability of believing friends, he continues to refine me. How thankful I am that as I focus on him, the cares of this world fade away. And how thankful I am that God loves me too much to leave me where I am. Thank you for listening. to